Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. Hey there, what's up, and welcome to another episode of the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. I am Mikey. I am Corey. And, uh, hey, sorry we missed you last week. Uh, what the, what, what's our excuse for last week? Because my eye fucked up, or? No, you... Was I sick? I think you were sick, or you were fucked up, one or two. I wasn't fucked up. I no, was... it was a late night from the haunt. Yeah, I had late night from, and then the, my eye got infected. Yeah, that's right. Did you see pictures of that? My no, eyes fell shut. I did not. Yeah, my eyes fell shut. Did you look like Rocky. Yeah, I did. After you fought fucking Apollo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mickey. I, <laughs> I gotta go to work. Come here, Mickey. I need to go podcast. <laughs> That's it. Come here, Mickey. Yeah, I was pretty bored last week. I didn't do shit. Man. I didn't either. I sat there with fucking ice pack in my eye. And <laughs> I ended up, I had to. This Okay, this was cool. And uh, if, if nothing else, we could be like a public service. And I know that people our age. Aren't we a public service? We are a public service. People our age, guys our age, a lot of times don't like to go to the doctor. No, no, they don't. Um, I found a thing, and see if if your uh, if your healthcare provider or your uh, insurance covers this. I did a telehealth visit for my eye. How does it, that work? It's it's a virtual doctor visit. I got on an app. I don't remember what the app is, but my insurance company provided it, and I saw a doctor. I held my phone up to my eye, and he looked at it and he said. Looks like you might have gotten some poison ivy. Looks like it might be an allergic reaction. I don't know. Um, I give you a prescription to prednisone. Looked like you might have had your fingers in your butt and scratched your eyeball. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, but it wasn't pink eye. So we kind of ruled that out. It's brown eye. It's brown eye. But he looked at me. It took 10 minutes. I paid $10 for my copay. And then I went down and paid $2 for my prescription and done. Uh, I, I did it on company time. You know, it's just ten, it was like 10 minutes. It's seriously, just boom, boom, done. You know what I do in company time? You poop. I poop. Well, you, that's goddamn right. Just like Elmo. Yeah. Pooping <laughs> Elmo. Dude, the other day. Boss makes a dollar. I make a dime. That's, that's why, why I poop, poop on, on company, company time. time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. All right. The other day, I broke one of my steadfast rules. My 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 rules of life. I I broke it. Pooping in a gas station? No, I ate gas station sushi. Oh yeah, you did. That's disgusting. Um, and I had to go to the the haunt that evening, so I was very concerned that I was going to shit my clown pants that evening. So uh, you know, we had a little problem there, and I luckily did not shit my clown pants, but. That's good. Yeah, very good. I, I mean, mean, it would have been I funny. It would have been funny. And you, you, you do have the new fart gun. I you know, I use the fart gun a lot to cover my own farts. Um, yeah, I oh, it was, yeah. And I, it's, my fart gun is the fart gun off of the minions. So it's got like an accordion feature where you can pull the trigger and then you slide it in and out like a trombone. Oh, God. And it goes, wow. Wow, it just holds that fart out. It's oh hilarious. My God. But I, yeah, I was actually farting. Fart gun, why are you so old? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I didn't, sh- I didn't shit my clown pants, but at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, I got to bed, and, and that was uh, that was Thursday night that that occurred. <laughs> Dude, um, how long have we been recording already? 
Uh, three, three and a half minutes. And we've only been talking about crapping ourselves. So, <laughs> so I, no, I talked about my eye too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, at three in the morning, I get this like I, I just wake, wake up. My eyes just fucking open. Like, oh no, like my body's in distress. Yeah. And I started to wiggle out of my bed, and as you know, I built my own bed, and it's a platform. It's like two and a half feet off the ground. Yeah. So I could put storage totes under it. So it's two and a half feet off the ground. Have you ever tried to get out of bed without using your abdominal muscles? I just roll. I couldn't even do that. Oh, God. I had to use my elbows and my heels to kind of crab walk out of bed. <laughs> and just like crab walk myself right off the end of the bed. Oh. And then as I got to the end, I mean, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't turn. I couldn't. I just kind of like had to push myself up. And then, like, penguin waddle in, up to the bathroom. Uh, I At 3 in the morning, I nearly shit my bed. Oh, my God. Because of fucking gas station sushi. You know, uh, Yvonne, we were, we were all taking bets to see if you would actually do it. What, shit the bed? Yeah. I know people were taking bets, and then people were saying pics where it didn't happen, and, and, and then there, were, there was a whole other campaign saying, don't tell him that because he'll actually do it. <laughs> oh, you would have seen I think some, Liz said that. Yeah, you would have seen yeah. some shitty clown drawers. <laughs> It'd be black and black and red checkers with shit all over. Oh it. my god! But yeah, so I didn't I did uh, defecate anywhere that I wasn't supposed to, so that was good. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say this once again and let this be a public service announcement. Do not eat gas station sushi ever. Uh. Uh-uh. It was bad. I and it was stupid. It was the gas station I go to all the time, and I went in and pick up a few snacks. And I'm standing there in line waiting, and they have a little cooler right by their get your cash register and I'm standing there waiting and I just happened to look over and I'm like oh no shit you guys are selling sushi now and I grabbed one and I thought well this can't be half bad it was all bad oh yeah dude no yeah so was it, it wasn't a high V, was it no 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 it was my little small town gas station oh so yeah. you don't know how long it's been sitting there it probably, well, it'd probably been sitting there a while you know in their little cooler it wasn't fresh oh it, the, the rice was a little dry oh yeah but I ate it anyways I'm, I'm just glad I didn't eat the packet of wasabi that came with it. Oh, that would be terrible. I did eat the packet of ginger. I did not eat the packet of wasabi. Well, so, yeah, well, that same night, well, then I guess the day before, we did take, we took our, my daughter to, to the haunt you work at. Oh, yeah, 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 that was fun. She had a blast. Yeah, it was good. We were so busy that night. It was stupid busy. It took, okay, I was, I was going there, and uh, usually, you know, I get there about 6.30 in the evening. Yeah. And everything's cool, 7 o'clock, whatever. You know, we'll get there just before it opens. But I show up in makeup and ready to go. Uh, I had told them I'd be there about 7, 7.30. And I sat, I, I think I got a, within a mile of the place. Mm-hmm. And then I sat for over an hour to get down there, to drive about a mile and a half. Holy crap. Yeah, we sat We sat for about 40 minutes. Yeah. About 30 minutes in the, in the, on, the, on the road there. Mm-hmm. And then I think we stood in line for another half hour. Well, I had to get down, even just to get to the employee entrance, I had, it was an hour because uh, there's the roads closed on the other side of it. Yeah. They had opened that road up and were letting people use it to come to the haunt. Oh, shit. So that road was backed up as far as it could. The road, the main road was backed up as far as it could be. And I couldn't, because there was other traffic coming, I couldn't get over in the other lane and pass the whole oh, line. Oh, shit. Because well, when we were there... We were watching people pull out of line, park into the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, and walk. And I was like, dude, I guarantee you those people are getting pissed. They have to be. It was crazy. And well, it's because well, when the haunt was built, 
None of those houses were there. Nothing was there. It was it was out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. We used to go out there like, I guess during the off season. Yeah. We'd go out in that area, not in the haunt necessarily, but out in that area, and that's where we'd go out and do our drinking and yep. carrying on. You know, if we were in town, if we weren't, you know, if we we would for whatever reason we would leave the country, come to the city, find a place that was in the country in the city. Yeah. And drink. Why I don't know. Why would you leave the fucking country to come to the city to find a remote area to drink when you come from a fucking remote area? No shit. That's what we did, though. Dude, I remember when we left, the line to the, the to the Master's Castle was all the way to the ticket booth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like, we didn't even get in there. I still got the tickets. Oh. That that place, I mean, it's, it's one of the best haunts. Scary Acres, it's called. One of the best haunts uh, in Omaha. Uh, it's been voted the best haunt in Omaha for like five years straight. Yeah. But yeah, it's insane, and I'm the crazy clown in the woods. And I was right at the end when you guys came through. Yeah, I, I, I had chased somebody through or something, and I, you were, that's where you were at. That's where I ended up. Oh no, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I got to see you though. But yeah, that was, that was <laughs> Charlotte. Like, and she was, she, she's like, I'm like, Mikey's gonna yell at you. He's like, no, he's not, I'm gonna punch him. I'm like, no, you can't punch him. <laughs> not, not, not today. Any other time she would. But. Well, yeah, so we've had, you know, excitement and, and all that, but the busyness of October. Yeah. And it's sometimes it sucks, but it's our favorite time of year. But the best is, like, you take November off and kind of chill, unwind, and then December, you start doing scary shit again. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not Christmas time, it's starting to do scary shit again. Time to do scary shit. So, I want to talk about, I thought, you know, we, we've, we've been wanting to do this show for a while, and why not do it during October? Um... And I mean, it is the right the weekend before Halloween. It, it is, yeah. This would be you know, just right before Halloween. Yeah, just a couple days. Yeah. So we always had, uh, yeah, we, we've talked about like the late night TV series, like, you know, the Freddy's Nightmares and yep. Tales from Dark Side and all that. But there was another little thing that, was, that happened back in the day that is, it, is quite as prevalent these days. And that's the, the horror, host, uh, horror host TV shows where it's a hosted movie. By some character. Yeah. Now, this, I mean, going way back, and, you know, because sometimes it's nice to know the history of where the shit that you grew up with came from. Hey, we're um, on the same page, actually. We are on the same page. <laughs> For once. Yeah, we're literally on the same page. <laughs> um, one of one of the, the early, uh, you know, monster movie hosts, hostesses, was that was hard for me to say? Hostesses. Hostesses. That's, that's like, like the Twinkie, man. It's like two snack cakes. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, dude. Dude, I, I got some. You want some? I ha- I bought some uh, orange cupcakes. Those are good. Oh my god, they're. I so do. Good. Those are like my favorite ones, man. The orange ones were yeah. really good, and then I got some um, some uh, uh, vanilla, yellow vanilla zingers. Oh, those are. I, I get those too. Oh, they were so good. I get the yellow vanilla and the the. Uh, the chocolate ones. Yeah, yeah, the devil's the food. The devil's food, yeah. yeah, devil's food cake What ones. I like about it is the, the, the frosting is so crunchy. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. But yeah, I, I got two boxes like a couple days ago. I haven't had orange cupcakes before. I fucking I ate them all. Was, we yeah. get Jamie to go buy some when she go get a kid. That'd be awesome. So, um, but, so one of the early um, uh, monster movie hostesses was, uh, was Vampira. 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 She, I mean, she was around like in the the fifties or so, you know, and, and it would just basically be like her being kind of spooky. You know, she'd stroll down the hallway. There'd be fog. She might, you know, scream or whatever. 
And then she'd just hang out. She would uh, smoke cigarettes on set. Yeah. Um, light them from her candles. And then kind of... Uh, kind of talked shit about the movies that she was showing. You know, a little bit. If, but they all do that? Yeah, you know, I think everyone does. They, they they poke fun at the movie, or they'll tell you a fun fact about the movie or whatever. Um, but she was one of the first. You're back in the 50s. And it only lasted a couple of years. But she, you know, was the first one to have the late night thing, the late night shock theater. Um, and she also went on to star in movies. Yeah. Uh, most notably, Plan Nine. Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, Plan Nine from Outer Space. She was she was in that. The text has been sent to get the orange cupcakes. Nice. And the singers. Nice. <laughs> so, while you know she kind of had a little more reach, nobody really broke out for a while. We'll talk about some that did later. Yeah. But nobody really broke out for a while. I. Uh, each little, it seemed like each little area. Well, she she also, she tried to sue Elvira. Yeah, yeah. Well, when she was much older, but she tried to sue Elvira for likeness. Yeah, and it didn't work because yeah. Elvira did it better. <laughs> she <laughs> wasn't a vampire. Yeah. Um, but you can, you can see, like, Vampira and... Uh, I think she hated doing this, too. Yeah, she might have. I thought, I thought she did. I mean, I remember, I don't know if it was just part of the, the Ed Wood movie. That might have been when she was talking when they were, had her her character, the Johnny Depp Edward movie. Yeah, yeah, which is great. I love that movie. It has um, George Animal Steel in it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah um, but I remember she. I thought she said she hated doing that character and she didn't want to do it anymore. I, I it might have been like because she was older when she did that. Yeah, when she did Plan Nine, she was older, so she, that's what they were portraying in that movie. So maybe she was done done doing point. it. Yeah, George Animal Steel had a green tongue. Did you know that? I did. Do you know how he got his green tongue? Popsicles? Well, the, 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 the true story, <laughs> the true story of how the character came to be, getting the green tongue, uh, he was nervous before he had to go out and wrestle one match, and he got a little drunk. And he didn't want the, uh, the office, the, 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 the agents from WWF to smell, WWF to smell alcohol. Worldwide Wrestling Federation. So he took chiclets and put them in his mouth, and the chiclets turned his tongue green, and when they saw it on camera, he stuck his tongue out on camera, and it was green, and people were like, whoa. And he didn't do it again. The next week when he came back to, you know, they did their little circuit, people had seen it on TV. Yeah. And the kids had their tongues painted green. Oh, in shit. In the audience. And they're like, you need to do that green tongue thing again. But where he got the idea, um, and he told the story when he was uh, in high school. He was a big kid. He had trouble speaking and all that. And he was dyslexic. And he a college professor, too? He was a high school teacher. High school teacher. Yeah, he's a high school teacher. But he had trouble speaking and all that. Um, and they just decided, you know, oh, you're just a big, dumb kid. We'll put you on the football team. Yeah. Well, he bit his tongue almost off. He bit it, like, in half. And it was just hanging. And back then, it was, like, in the 50s, they put a, a copper disc in his tongue to hold it together. And they sewed it together. It turned his tongue black. And it swole up. And... So there was a new teacher, a substitute teacher or whatever was in the classroom. And she said, I want all the kids to stand up and introduce herself to me. And so he stood up and he has, has swollen tongue, a speech impediment, and he's nervous and yeah. anyways. And he's awkward. And he stood up and he like mush mouthed because he couldn't talk for a you know, my name is John. And she said, sit down. You know, you're a dummy. Sit down. Yeah. Well, that's what Jim Myers, the guy that played George Steele, that happened. 
So when he became George Amos Steel and he had to actually vocalize, that's where he got it from is when he had that sort of Oh, tongue. no shit. And they had the, the green tongue. So those, those two stories kind of mashed together. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's a little George Steele uh, yeah. trivia there for well, you. That's not even Honey Money because we were still on track on, on sort of. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Vampira was, was you know pretty much out there as a national figure. But from that grew... Each little region would have their own host on their on their local broadcast area. Uh, there was a Chili Billy, Chili Billy Cardill. He was in the Pittsburgh area. He did Chiller Theater, and they would do like a Saturday night double feature. And he didn't do like a vampire or a. He looked like a game show host. Yeah, yeah. He he was more of just you know like a. The host, you know, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, we're here hanging out, and I mean, he looks like Richard Dawson. He kind of does, yeah. He he did little sketches, little you know, parodies of different things. Um, he might play a character in it or whatever, but it was more like a Tonight Show type hosted yeah. thing with a movie instead of a guest. Like, hi, we're back on Chili Taylor Theater. Yeah, yeah. What's your name? I'm gonna kiss your wife. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna kiss your <laughs> wife. Well, he also got to, uh, he was in Night Living Dead because the Pittsburgh area, George Romero, yeah. and all that. I believe he was like the newscaster or something in, in Night Living Dead. Okay. And then his daughter, Lori, was in Day of the Dead. She was the lead in Day of the Dead. Oh, nice. And uh, very, I've, I've met her, very, very nice lady. And... Just kind of a neat little thing. She really appreciates when people remember her dad on Chiller Theater, you know, because that was a big part of her life. And I got to talk about some stuff with her that uh, we'll talk about a little later, but um, she was very impressed with some of the things that I had to say. And that just kind of, we had a commonality there. Yeah. So it was was fun. Uh, But, you know, some of the other ones that were around, like I said, each little market had theirs. Um. In the Indianapolis area... had Sammy Terry. They had Sammy Terry. He wasn't as really scary. He was just kind of hanging out. You know, he he would crawl out of a coffin. He would laugh. And then he would provide the commentary for the films. Um, he had a rubber spider that was his friend. Oh, no shit. His name was George. George the Spider. George the Spider. But it was pretty much a, a one-man, you know... It was just him talking about the movie, and then these, there might be other little rubber spiders or rats or whatever he would talk to, but he was more of a campy, you know, hey, we're watching this, blah, blah, blah. Listen, this is, if I'm reading this right, kind of skipped over everything, or kind of skimmed everything. Does his son do it now? Yes, yes. Uh, the, the original was Bob Carter, and... He retired, and his son, Mark, does the appearances now. Okay. And that's that's common, that you'll have the character, someone will either retire or pass away. Yeah. And they just pass the character along to you know, whoever's next, mm-hmm. whoever can take it over. Well, it's kind of what happened with the one here in town. Yeah, yeah. And you can see kind of a natural, that's what happened with this next one we're going to talk about, too. You kind of see a natural progression to where they're getting, they're not going for just, I'm here to scare you. They're more, I'm here to entertain you. Yeah. And then it's, 
I'm here to be a little goofier because Sammy Terry was a little goofier. Uh, this this guy right here, he's uh, he's pretty goofy. Svenguli. Svenguli. Now Svenguli, he's based out of Chicago. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was in the Chicago area. Um, he he's really campy. You know, he's got the the one liner jokes. He's got the uh, rubber chickens that he throws around and stuff. Uh, of course, always has the commentary on the film. Yeah, it, he's uh, on. He's syndicated on TV now. Yeah, he is. I think we get him. We get him here, right? I think it's like one of the offshoot channels. Yeah, it's like a me TV yeah. channel. Um, so yeah, that, that's what happened with this one. Is from 1970 to 1973. The original Svengoolie was Jerry Bishop, and that's a short-lived run. It really is. I mean, it just you know. He ran. He ran that on TV. Then he made appearances. He was everywhere signing cards. And okay. Signing pictures. He's you know kind of a, a like these horror hosts become kind of a staple in you know if you're having a parade. Yeah. You have this person down there. If you're having you know your fucking grocery stores the grand opening they they would do they the appearance. giant scissors. Yeah, they would do the appearance or whatever. Um, but uh, so Jerry Bishop was the original, and then. Uh, Rich Cause took over in 79, you know, doing things, uh, and he actually got back on TV. But his, you know, it's like he does parody songs, he tells jokes, he might talk about the movie, and he sh- he, he has good movies, I have to yeah. say that. He gets, the like, the, the Universal movies and all that, because he's got big money back then. He's, yeah, he's got that Chicago money back then. Yeah, there. well, he's got, you know, he's syndicated, so he's actually got a budget. Um... He, for you know, for the last I don't know how many years. Well, from seventy nine to, let's see, by the third time the show was rebooted in ninety five, Bishop. So he did from seventy nine to ninety five, and he's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like a fart from the distance. It did. Well, maybe somebody farted in the distance. It's gonna be Trevor. <laughs> I. But yeah, in two, oh yeah, he is on MeTV. Yeah, in two thousand six, <laughs> in two thousand six, they got the uh, Universal monster films. They got the rights to those, oh, so he great. can play. Uh, he plays all the, the. He can play anything he wants. Yeah, and I think I think that they got uh, some of the Hammer films as well. That because they were distributed by Universal. Yeah. So he got a lot of really good movies, but you know, I, it's he's not my cup of tea. No, I've never really watched him I've seen people talk about him people the people love him and yeah. he's good at what he does for his audience I it's I'm biased yeah because of what we're gonna talk about next yes but I'm we very have, we don't have anything on him on 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 this what we're looking at so I'm just gonna put my phone down oh yeah this is next guy mm-hmm. uh so good at what he does he has an audience and he's good for that audience I am biased because uh well, we both kind of uh, are involved in this next show. Yeah. Um, and that's Dr. Sanguinary's Creature Feature out of Omaha. And you can, you know, right now... Just give him a plug, dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll give him a little plug. <laughs> because... You know, it's our show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, we can do whatever the hell we want. And we're, we're involved with the, the Creature Feature show. Um, if uh, if you want to check it out, they, they, they are posting... Um, so you know what we need to put here huh. instead of a Gene Simmons break. Yeah, you do a Doc laugh break. Oh yeah, we'll just have Doc laugh. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. 
But so so Doc Sanguinary. Uh, what what we do we show. Usually it's like public domain movies, but we get some of the good good old ones, and we get yeah. some of the really bad old ones. And some some of them I, I I've tried watching some of the really bad ones, and I'm yeah. like I'm just gonna fast forward to the sketches. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> it's less about the movie and more about we do these little comedy sketches. So you'll have an ongoing story laid out over like three commercial breaks. Yeah, um, you know, just an ongoing little break in for ten minutes. He's and, our favorite green guy. Yeah, he is. Now, what what we're doing though? If you go to, like I said, every Sunday they put a new show on the website under the media tab. That's at creaturefeaturetv.com. And so every Sunday you can see an episode from the past. Plus we have the video vault, and there's a couple of backstage things or yep. a couple of you know quote unquote lost footage, whatever. Lost footage. But this weekend, when you're listening to this Halloween weekend. We're opening up the vault. Every episode of Creature Feature oh, that we've sweet. ever filmed will be available for your Halloween marathon viewing. So you know it'd be nice, and I don't know if you get if it's on there or not. But the live shows, I don't know if they're on there or not. But yeah, we used to do live theater shows, and and you I think know, Doc should bring that back. Well, we'll we'll have to talk to Doc about that. It, there's get, uh, him in a, get him in a good mood. Yeah, get him some margaritas. For, <laughs> yeah. But so what? What uh, creature feature? Oh, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> he, he probably will. This will be the only one he listens to. Uh, what creature feature was? You know, is and, and was for Omaha uh, back in 1971. Uh, a gentleman named John Jones made the character up. John was a no uh, relation. Yeah, <laughs> that we know of. Yeah, yeah, no relation to Mister uh, Corey Jones over here. Uh, so the uh, John was a, an advertising salesman, I believe. He was a fireman. Well, he was a fireman as well, but for Channel Three, he was an oh, okay. He was an advertising salesman, and they wanted a basically like a, a kind of a kid show, but they wanted a late night show too. Yeah. So he came up with the character of Doctor Sanguinary, and painted his face green and went out, and he would just wisecrack and make corny jokes and talk about the movies that he was, you know, going to be showing. And sometimes he'd have a little trivia bit. Uh, sometimes he would have a Playboy Playmate on there. Sometimes he would, you know, have, uh, you know, whatever. He, he was really big in the Jerry Lewis marathon. And he was, yeah. He 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 worked with uh, Jerry Lewis of the MDA uh, for the, the telethons on Labor Day. Yeah. A lot. Uh, and I can remember, you know, you'd save up your change and go give it to him at the He'd have a fishbowl set up somewhere, and you try to fill the fishbowl. Uh, what what John did, and kind of what he uh, brought to the table, he helped create, or he helped modify all these, like uh, Bozo Show and mm-hmm. all those, which these were all locally produced uh, uh, television. They would all have like a fundraiser kit. Hey kids, go make a carnival in your driveway. Go make a carnival in your backyard or in your garage and have your friends bring their nickels and dimes and they can play these games. Here's some ideas for stuff to to give away as prizes. And they would lay it out so that you could have a little fundraiser and then they would have an event. Hey, you know, Bozo's going to be at the fucking car show or at the goat fucking contest or whatever. (laughs) goat fucking contest. I don't think Bozo would go to a goat fucking contest. You don't know. 
Um, well, now that fucking now that Arquette, did, yeah. now that the Arquette bought Bozo, yeah. So we don't know what's gonna happen with that. You ever been to a goat fucking contest? I cannot. I can say proudly, I have never been to a goat fucking contest. I know you're from a small town, yeah, but us city folk, we don't do goats. Oh, okay. We do sheep. Well, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Um, anyhow, so, yo, those... <laughs> we used to, we used to, because my buddy, he lived up in Mon, uh, he's from, uh, I think, Mon Damon, and, he's from Omaha, but he moved up to Mon Damon, he's a big redneck, he'll, you know, big country boy, and we'd always give him shit, like, how's your sheep, dude? He's like, shut up, man! You know, I bet, what are you doing, Dad? I bet that sheep's missing you today. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, so, they, they would have these little carnival kits. And they could, you know, save up, get their friends to donate, you know, nickels or dimes, quarters, whatever. And then Bozo would do an appearance, or whoever the host would, would do an appearance somewhere. And the kids could bring their little thing down, you know, a little money and dump it in the... You know who I really liked on the Bozo show? Cookie. Cookie? I liked Cookie. He was cool. He was always... He always looked sad. Well, he probably was. I mean, he was like Bozo's little sidekick. Yeah. But I like Cookie. Cookie. Now, who's the magician's name? That was um, Wizzo. Wizzo. Yeah. Wizzo. Wizzo the, yeah, Wizzo the wizard. But, so, what John Jones did, Dr. Sanguinary, he took that and he made it into the Spookorama kit. He helped develop that. I think I remember this. The Spookorama kit, where... Or at least I know somebody had one. Yeah. Where they, they could put, like, a little haunted house up and have games... The bloody bucket game or whatever, and you know have their friends donate money and then they take it and Doc would give T-shirts and things away, you know for he'd have like a cheap T-shirt printed yeah. up and you go give him ten bucks or whatever and he'd give you a cheap T-shirt and uh, put you on TV sometimes or whatever. I was scared to death of him when I was a kid. <laughs> I was. I was terrified of Doctor Sanguinary when I was a kid. He'd show up at the circus. I I would shit my fucking. Oh my head. god. I would shit. He'd probably do what um, the, the Shriners. Uh, he he, I think he showed up at the Shrine Circus a few times, uh, or we'd go to a fucking like a uh, the what do they call it? the fucking sports show. Oh yeah, we go to that where I saw the kangaroo box that guy. Like Doc would be there, and I'd be like, I ain't going over there. And Dad's like, just go get a picture from him. Go get a picture. You know, he didn't take pictures with anybody. He never had a camera with you. Yeah. But it's like, go get a uh, signed picture from him or something. I'm like, nope. I mean, nope. I'm going to talk mm-hmm. to that green guy. Um. So he he ran on TV uh, from seventy one to eighty one. Yeah, he had a good he had a good run. Yeah, he had a good ten year run. He used the character to keep doing charity work. Mm-hmm. So he always pop up at the local parades or at you know everything in town. Always had Doctor Sanguinary there. Yeah, and then Labor Day he would do his telethon, and he actually worked directly with Jerry Lewis. Oh, that's awesome. You know, he actually worked directly with. Vincent Price. Uh, you oh, know, wow. Yeah, he worked directly with a lot of, of stars. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, he did pass away in 88. However, about 11 years ago or so, 12 years ago, uh, our friend Chris Palmer was writing a book on Dr. Sanguinary. I just can't call him that. And Yeah, I, I, I never call him by his name. Um, but he was writing a book on, on Dr. Sanguinary and interviewing people, and it just turns out that he resembled the original in so many ways. More than his actual kids. Way more than his actual His kids even said that. 
the, you know, John Jones, the, the Jones kids said, you look more like our dad than, than we do. Yeah. You know, why don't you try it out? And so we've been running with that. And so you can find that on, you know, Creature Feature TV. Uh, I think you guys ended up, I don't know, he ended up getting uh, permission from the family to do it. Oh, yeah. We're, we're completely supported by the family and the estate. Uh, and we got uh, Sanguinary Day, which is on Halloween. Yep. Halloween is Dr. Sanguinary Day in Omaha. Uh I, know, I remember that made Josh so happy. Yeah, that was, and that was fun. I had to go to the mayor's office several times, and I think they did it just to keep me from coming up there anymore. Yeah. Because I'd just go up and pester the mayor until she did you know, <laughs> what I wanted. and uh, She probably had no idea who the hell you were talking about. I don't think she's from here. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she knew. I mean, she, she did her research because she did have some things yeah. in, in her letter that she wrote us. Um, and then the restraining order, she did get my name spelled correctly. So. <laughs> <laughs> you are not allowed in this building anymore. Yes, yeah, stay away from the building. Which I'm fine with staying away from the courthouse. I don't like it down there because I usually is that where the mayor's office is or the courthouse? It, that's, yeah, it's down that the area. The side building the side, there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we so for the past you know eleven or twelve years, did you get tackled by one of the security guys because you came in like the wrong door? I didn't get tackled, but I I surprised him. I just walked in, and they were kind of hanging out. They looked around. What, you need to go in that door over there. And I'm like, well, I'm already in here. Yeah. And I'm like, Can I just walk over there to that desk? I need to talk to that lady over there. <laughs> and like, no, you need to go in her door. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't get tackled, but I got, like, barricaded. Like, you can't come in here. I'm like, oh. So I, walked, I like, walked around the corner and went in that well, door. Why is this door unlocked then? <laughs> why is there a fucking door here if I can't walk yeah. through it, you know? But Put a sign up, dicks. Uh, we've been involved with this show. You know, I, I'm an actor, uh, writer. Yeah, I do some writing uh, along with the other talented team of writers. Uh, I'm Otis the Critter Getter for the most part. Uh, I have a few other characters that I do. But I make just small, you've random appearances. Made appearances on there. You, I've been Dollar Deers. Yeah, you were the deer for you. you puppet, puppeteered our deer head. Yep. You were the shoe sniffing convict. Yep. You did a couple of. You weren't you a zombie or something? I was a zombie. Yeah. And then I think I was... You were a superhero in one of them. Was I? Something. That was my zombie shirt. Okay. Um, and then I think I ended up throwing up on Doc. I, I had somebody throw up on Doc. Yeah. And they're like, don't get it on his face. Yeah, oh, yes, I remember that. And I got I couldn't see because I was behind a curtain. And I just hit that hit that plunger on the fire extinguisher or whatever yeah. that was. And it just blasted him. <laughs> We all we, we try to write that kind of shit where we can spray him and stuff. <laughs> and he gets so irritated. But we <laughs> we've done we've done a lot of the uh, the makeup and special effects. You built some props for him, yeah, and, and things. So um, Misfit Toys is the official uh, uh, special effects and prop uh, department for the Creature Feature Television Show. So you can check us out, uh, Misfit. That's M I Z F I T Toys FX on Facebook. Uh, Proud, and neither one of us take the credit for it. Yeah, it's Misfit Toys. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's the company that we we uh, run and do our things with. They're a proud sponsor of our show. They are proud. They don't have a, we don't have a commercial for them, but they're no, a proud we, sponsor. We need to get one. We do. We do. We should have had one this whole month because we probably <laughs> picked up some business, maybe made some money. Um, <laughs> no, we do make it. We don't make money. <laughs> we don't make money. So yeah, if you want to check that out and check out the uh, the uh, marathon that's going on uh, over this Halloween weekend, CreatureFeatureTV.com, all the comedy is cuttings. That going on, is that going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, and it's like seven or eight seasons worth of television. Oh, nice. Uh, and there'll be little you know, 20 to 30 minute blocks because I don't think they're putting the movies in. 
It's just going to be like a 20 oh, minute, sweet. you know, 20 minute little blurb or 15 minute little blurb of just the comedy cut-ins. Should get, you should get, uh, just, uh, do the, put the movies on there too, but by themselves. So, so I don't Doc, know what, like, yeah. host, like Doc introducing him and then just, yeah, I don't know what we can do as far as that, but I know they got the, the vault's going to be open and there's some really fun, uh, episodes in there. Some really fun stuff. I've watched most of them, so. Once, we'll talk about this, and then maybe we'll go to a, a, a break, a little short break. Once the, the you know, the, everybody had their little local hosted shows, I think they started to see kind of a, a need for something like that. Yeah. So, this one's not necessarily always horror, but it's it was a big part of, you know, like us growing up, I guess. It was USA Up All Night. Yep. And... They would show. Sometimes it would be horror. Sometimes, but sometimes usually it was sci-fi. Like, but usually but, like Porky's. It was like Porky's or very, not even low budget, but it was some Skinamax before Skinamax. Yeah, some of it would be uh, like a, a very uh, raunchy adult comedy, like Porky's or Meatballs or like um, uh, was one I know that they played Bikini Car Wash. Bikini. Oh yes, yeah. Dude, I remember I had that. I, re- I like video. I recorded it when I was a kid. I just Bikini car wash. Yeah, and I was, little, I was living with my dad, and I took the tape with me when I came back. When I went back to back him back to his house after the summer, I found the tape, and it was. I don't think it was on up all night. I think it was on like HBO or, oh, something, yeah. or something. And he's like, "What's this tape?" So he put it in the VCR. And I wasn't around. He's like, oh. Oh. Because he's telling me about it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you can't have that back. <laughs> it was probably like fucking fast forwarded right to some boobs or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, all, all right. He's like, you're 14. You're not getting this back. You're not getting this <laughs> Well, now, up all night, they would, say, they would show that, and then they, they really kind of tore up on the movies that they were showing. Oh, yeah. Especially Gilbert Godfrey did real bad. He, Gilbert Godfrey he was the like first host. Yeah. And that's Gilbert. I, I I can appreciate his humor now. I didn't ever really get him when I was younger. I don't think anybody did. But he's... I get him now. Yeah. And I think he's fucking hilarious. Um, But Gilbert Godfrey was the original uh, host. And this thing started in 89. It seems like it was around so much earlier than that. I thought it was, well, I didn't really notice it until probably the 90s. Okay. Well, it was 89 when it started. Um, the first two films that they showed were Cheerleaders Beach Party and Stuck on You. And so the then... Matt Damon movie? I don't think that was out in, 80, <laughs> in 89. Yeah, the one with Matt Damon and, uh, the, and was it Owen Wilson? I, think, I don't think it was Owen Wilson. And I their, their conjoined twins. Yeah, that fuck that was in like the ni- late nineties. Yeah. That came out. <laughs> um. But they they started halfway through that season. They started a Friday night show. That so that was on Saturday night. The the God, Gilbert Gottfried one. They started a Friday night show, and it was uh, Caroline Schlitt was her name and she you know started it in in 89 she quit in 90 <laughs> she was only so around did for, it for a year. year yeah wow and that's when they brought in our favorite Rhonda Shear yeah yeah Rhonda Shear 
She taught a lot of young men a lot about themselves. Yes, she did. Uh, always very attractive, of course. So, you know, to go with the theme of Up All Night, she would often be, like, in pajamas or... Do you remember something, that? Something, some lingerie. Lingerie. She would always be in something skimpy. Uh, but, again, they, they showed... Sometimes it would be horror movies, but a lot... We got snacks. We got snacks. We were talking about cupcakes. Hell, yeah, they appeared. Yeah, thank you. These are very lemony. Yeah, they, we got lemon lemon uh, hostess cupcakes. All right, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. That's pretty good. Those are damn good. So, <laughs> up all night, USA Network cable was just kind of starting out. So that was a huge thing that they, they threw it on cable. Now everybody can see a hosted movie show. Yeah. Right? And... Half-naked women. And that's, yeah, half-naked women. Um, so it, Usually with big breastuses. Yeah, they would they would accentuate what they had um, to, to gain viewership. I'm not sure why Gilbert Gottfried was on there because I don't know what viewership he was pulling in. He tried. He did. He tried to get, you know, he, he couldn't. He didn't look as good in the lingerie as, as well, the, Rhonda did. The funny thing is... Uh, they merged, remember they merged them towards the end? Mm-hmm. And oh my god, they were hilarious. Those two together were funnier than shit. But yeah, they, they merged them towards the end. But they only lasted until uh, until 98. And in 98 they decided, you know, they wanted to, uh, USA Network wanted to make a more upscale product. Yeah, it didn't so, work. So they got rid of them. And uh they still would have up all night, but they just got rid of the hosts. It yeah. would just be the that would be the movie, you know, the movie segment. Which of night. And wasn't the same. Was bullshit. Yeah, they started showing more mainstream movies rather than the, you know, the lower tier B movies or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, up all night was fun though. They and you said then they would show like the shitty kung fu movies. And, Those are the greatest. Yes. They would show, I mean, all that. That was the kind of stuff. It would be like sci-fi, kung fu. Sometimes they'd show a, a good action movie. Sometimes they would, it'd be a comedy or a raunchy comedy or a coming of age, whatever. Yeah. 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 But it would all be funny or action or scary. They were fine. So, anything else about, like, what we talked about? The local guys? The, the No, I think we kind covered of pretty good football. that first half. Yeah, I think, I mean, we covered a little history. We covered a little, you know... Where they came from. It's all building up. Guys, and it's building up to what we're going to talk about in the second half. Yeah. I can't say that when I got a mouthful of You had a mouthful of zinger. of zinger. I had a mouthful of zinger. Yeah. That's a zinger right there. There it is. So, why don't we take a break here and finish our cupcakes. And uh, then we'll come back and we'll talk about kind of the next step. Where it went from there. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. We'll be back right after this. Zingers. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm Rhonda Shear, host of USA Up All Night. And I'm Gilbert Gottfried, host of USA Up All Night. I'll show you lots of fun movies. I'll show you lots of fun movies. I do it Friday. I do it Saturday. We, we both, both do the same thing. Only different. USA Up All Night. The same, but different. Halloween will soon be here. That's when we can all go trick-or-treating. I'm going dressed as a cat. There are some important things to remember about trick-or-treating so we can all have a safe and happy Halloween. 
First, go trick-or-treating while it's still light. Take a flashlight and wear reflective strips on your costume just in case you get back home a little late. If you wear a mask instead of costume makeup, be sure you can see clearly at all times. Wear a light-colored costume, short enough so you won't trip. Stay in your own neighborhood and visit only the homes of people you know. Accept only wrapped or packaged candy and have mom or dad look at your treats before you eat any of them. Hey, watch it. There's a cat here. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Be sure to watch the traffic. Follow Garfield's safety tips and you'll enjoy Halloween. I'm going to get ready to go trick-or-treating right now. Well, after I take a nap. A Halloween safety message from the National Safety Council. Hey, dude. What's up? You know, I always thought that, like, Ram Man should have been a lot bigger because he was, like, ramming through walls. And he was just a little short dude. I, I wish he would have made an action figure of that. You know, you'd make that. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. Huh? Well, like, I love Captain Spaulding, but I wish that, like, he was a superhero. Dude. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. You know what? I kind of wish that they would have made, like, a, a green radioactive slime He-Man that was all covered in goo. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs? What's that? Slime Pit Customs, they make custom action figures. Anything you want, out of anything you want. So, like, Slime Pit Customs could just make the action figure of my dreams come true? Yeah. Could they make me into an action figure? Yes, absolutely. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Check them out on Facebook. Hey, I'm Mike Fantastic. I am Audacity Jones. We're the Russian Leg Sweep. Do you love pro wrestling? Do you? You should listen to our podcast, The Russian Leg Sweep, on the Cloud Chowders Podcast Network. It's available wherever you find podcasts. You know, a lot of people write me and say, hey, Joe Bob Briggs, just what is Monster Vision? You don't need no special glasses or an insect's head. Just a healthy love for slime and disrespect for the dead. We'll talk about some movies by the old double wide. And when you get that creepy feeling creeping up inside, well, then you got monster vision. It's a heck of a fright. We're tearing the heart out of Saturday night. These monster vision movies serve a primitive drive. Cause watching people die can make you feel so alive So throw away your clicker now, the flicks have begun Cause there's nothing you can do while fully dressed It's as fun as watching ENT beneath the bugs after light We're tearing the heart out of Saturday night Tearing the heart out of Saturday night Did you know that we have joined a brand new network. No shit. No shit. It's the Sin Nation. Sin Nation? What the? F what is that? Synergy Nation Network. It's a group of podcasters that they just have real passion for what they're talking about and a love for podcasting. A lot of these guys are our friends. A lot of them are our friends. And some are our friends we just don't know yet. Yeah. So if you want to check out some great shows, go to sinnation.net. That's synnation.net and see all of these awesome shows. And sometimes they do supercasts where all the shows come together. That's actually really cool. It's great, and you can check it out. Synnation.net. In the not too distant future, next Sunday, AD, 
for a monstrous bash at the Bates Motel. Shower, anyone? <laughs> this Halloween, go psycho with Elvira and win a party with Mug Root Beer and me. I love my mug. I love it. See where the uh, you know this hosted these hosted shows were going more to like the comedy the you know and they were expanding more adult humor adult humor um, and away from actually the the movie that they were showing mm-hmm. it was they would just show whatever well you could tell there's becoming a need for this or, or or a fan base for this kind of show so obviously they made more. Yeah. And they made them on a grander scale to where they had national and international. Would that even. be grand or would it be grande? Uh, no, a grande is a, a, a large coffee at Starbucks, I believe. Oh. A gra- I don't know which one is the large because there's, 
There's three of them. There's the Grande, the... Venti. Venti, and... The Big Gulp. They don't have a Big Gulp at Starbucks. Well, they should. <laughs> they, I don't even know what they, It's like... It's like venti, and, and I never, I never knew. What, I don't think venti means like medium or large or it small. Means twenty. Oh, does it? So haven't you twenty seen, ounce? Haven't you seen the movie uh, Role Models? I have. Where the, where he snaps and he refuses to call it a venti. He's yeah. Like, I want a medium. I want a medium. And he's like, <laughs> "The fuck does venti mean, anyways?" And his girlfriend goes, "Venti, it's twenty. You fucking idiot." <laughs> so. Oh my god. <laughs> This just reminded me of a question or of a fucking story. <laughs> so, so last night, uh, I was at this big Halloween party, and I did my first stage hypnotist. You show. did. Um, I did a skit in there, where and the, the, this just popped in my head. I did a skit in there, where I told them that they were at a a horse race, and it was adult night at the horse race. Oh god! And that the dirtier your horse's name was, the better, and the louder you screamed your horse's name, the faster it would run. And I told them that the uh, the horse track was covering their first bet, so it was a free bet, and they could win ten million dollars. And so I started asking them what your dirty horses names were, and the one girl just leaned into the microphone and with all the confidence in the world said, "Big Dick." Big Dick. And I I said, "Oh, but yeah, I heard, I heard he did well. I heard he ran well last night." And everybody was laughing. And then so I asked the next girl in line. She goes. I want to bet on her horse. And I go, you, so we're going to have two on the big dick? <laughs> and I said, that's a lucky horse. Uh, and then I've got them screaming, big dick, over and over, <laughs> as, as this horse is running. Oh, my God. That just reminded me when you said big gulp. It reminded me of that. It was so funny. And, uh, yeah, there, there were some really good ones. One guy said uh, his, his favorite horse was uh, Anal Beads. Anal Beads. And I said, uh, yeah, he comes up pretty good in the backstretch. <laughs> he does well in the backstretch. Um, yeah, that guy's be a good smart ass. Oh, and, and, fuck. Yeah, the video will be up. I'll put it on my personal Facebook page. I probably won't put it on the show Facebook page because it's pretty raunchy. But, uh, yeah. Anyhow, so when they... Uh, what, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about... Um, Venti's yeah. and, and coffee. How the fuck did we get on that? Big gulps. We got honey money, I guess. We did get honey money. So they, they were they were, you know, starting to make more of these shows and they were getting that, that mass uh, uh, appeal, you know, across the country. Yeah. So they made Mystery Science Theater three thousand. I think that was on cartoon or comedy central. It, yeah, it's originally or something shit. It was I think it was on comedy it was on Comedy Central. Um, then it went to sci-fi and it, it kept, that one was in the nineties. It kept getting canceled. Yeah. Uh, and they would come back with new people or new whatever. But this is one of the first ones that I remember that they really purposely showed horrible movies so they could make fun of them. Yeah. And the premise of this is, uh, there was a guy that was uh, trapped on a spaceship, the Satellite of Love, and he was forced to watch bad movies, and the there were two mad scientists that were monitoring what these movies did to him. Uh, he was he was supposedly a janitor on the space station. That's right, yeah. And so in order to help deal with watching these shitty movies, he built 
these robots to watch them with him and that he could carry on conversations with. So these robots' names were Tom Servo, Crow, T-Robot, and Gypsy. And so they would... Uh, they would do like an opening skit where they would talk about the movie. And then when the movie started, they would walk in and sit in the theater and you'd see their outlines. Yeah. Like their silhouettes. And they would do a running commentary over the movie, making fun of it. Everything. Every, I mean. They, from, did, they did a lot of um, old school Japanese kung fu movies. They did. They did the kung fu movies and they did a lot of the Japanese monster movies. With, yeah. Not necessarily Godzilla, but, but like the Gamera and yeah. Mothra. A lot of the offshoots they did, and they would make fun of like when they could see the zipper in the costume. Yep. Or what you know, uh, there was one. It, I think it was like a, a, a Gamera. Uh, that's a turtle, and the turtle like starts spinning on his back and like throwing sparks. Oh yeah. And the one robot laughs for like ten minutes straight. Just, just that's all he does is laugh, and it's it's fucking hilarious. There is another one, and I, can't, I cannot remember the name of it, and I have been looking for it on DVD or streaming for years because it's the most hilarious one they ever did. And most of it is just them laughing through the movie. Oh, my God. And you can tell that it's completely off script. They just can't quit laughing. But, like, they show some of the shittiest movies, and they actually make them somewhat watchable. Uh, Mano's Hands of Fate is one that I remember. There, there's one. That is really good. I can't remember what movie. Oh, it was um, Return to House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. It's on a riff track. Yes. And every time I try to watch it, like I find it on, on Prime, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Or I find it on cable. It pulls, it doesn't say it's a riff track. It pulls it right up to that. And I'm like, fuck, I just yeah, want to watch I, a I, shitty movie. Yeah, I just want the movie. Well, these guys, they, they were, they're kind of the kings of the riff, the riff track. Oh, there have been others. But I think that the Mystery Science Theater is, you know, the the king of the riff track. Um, they they changed the game a little bit. Yeah, they made it cool to watch shitty movies, make fun of them, which we've done that for years. Oh yeah. But they've you know they've made it kind of cool to to do that. Uh, I don't know I, what I've seen of it. I think it's hilarious. It's it's a fun watch. You can watch some of the movies that are considered classic, but they're shit. Oh yeah. You can watch them and have and they, and they the don't get they don't effect. get like big name movies. Oh no, they're all terrible yeah. big movies. Um, I've seen them show some. Demon Wind is a great one to watch. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of and most of them are like on Hulu or Netflix. Or something. most of them are on something. Yeah. Uh, it might be Amazon Prime. I don't know. They, they're on some sort of syndicated. Yeah, they'll be streaming somewhere. Yeah. And they, but this thing's been canceled and brought back so many times, and they always change it up a little bit. You know, they change up the actors, they change up, but it's always the same premise. Yeah, you know? it's always a different host. Yeah, it'll be a, a you know what they call their test subject, their human. Yeah, and then they have the robots, and then uh, they have the mad scientists that are watching them, the the, the overlords or whoever they are watching, and then they show shitty movies. So like we're gonna make you sit here for the next four years. And watch shitty movies. And see what it does to your brain. Yeah. So, there was that Which take we on. know what it's done to our brains. Yeah, it's not pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they still do stuff. They just did a Kickstarter a few years back. They were going to try to bring it back again. And I think they did bring it back for a short run. 
Yeah, it came back on. It was on Netflix. Yeah, they brought it back from 2017 to 2018. Okay, so they brought it back for a little short run, and, and now it's the film crew is. Let's see if I'm reading this right. The show was considered highly influential. Social television. The former cast members launched their similar project on the riffing of films, including film crew riff tracks. So basically, the guys who did the show created riff tracks. Oh, okay. Well, it looks like uh, they're trying to do another reboot. Um, as of April 7th, 2021, they launched a Kickstarter uh, campaign so that they could make more uh, of the episodes. They wanted to figure out a way to do it, so they kind of created their own online platform called the Gizmoplex. So I, it, it doesn't look like that's really done, but uh, it's something to look for because they've, they, got, they've got their most notable movie, worst movie ever made that they've done was Manos. Hands, Hands of, fate. of Fate. It's fucking horrible. And, and that's their worst movie. Yes. That they've rated. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen this. Oh, you, you gotta watch it on the Mystery Science. Okay. Because it's, they make it watchable. I guess. But <laughs> that movie movie is 70 minutes long and it only cost $19,000 to make. Oh, it's bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's bad. Is it worse than uh, Robo Vampires? Nothing is worse than that piece of shit. <laughs> didn't you, and you watched all three of them, didn't you? I watched two of them. <laughs> when you didn't fucking tell me. I didn't This was so bad I had to turn it off after fucking 10 minutes. Oh, I, I made it about a good 35 minutes. Well, I made it through two fucking movies. <laughs> I was so pissed. God damn, why do you keep bringing that up? Because it's great. Motherfucker. <laughs> I need to calm down. We need a Gene Simmons break. Oh, fucking Gene Simmons break. Hi, I'm Gene Simmons. You're not. Yeah, there you go. I'm thank better now. See, see, that just brightened my day. Thanks, Rex. Yeah, thank you, Rex. So they, they moved on. So, so Mystery Science Theater, they... They made it cool to kind of make fun of the movie. Yeah. Um, they made which, a sequel to Manos. I know they did. <laughs> 2018. Yeah. Uh, they, they made it cool to kind of, kind of make fun of the movie. And, but they also had bits and pieces of film trivia in there. They did. Thrown in, you know. Uh, which is where this next gentleman, which I actually just watched one of his shows last night uh, before I went out. He came along and did Monster Vision. That's that's Joe Bob Briggs. I think he's got a, he's got one of the better, probably one of the best horror host shows. I or just host shows. Yeah, he he has a, it's because he's very knowledgeable and he does his research. Yeah, he is a journalist. Is why. Oh no shit. Yeah, uh, his real name is John Bloom. Uh, he was uh, a film critic, a writer, and then he also acted and was a comedian. So, he and just a side note, he was one of the first journalists to write an article about the World Trade Center on 9-11. Really? Because he saw it, and he wrote. He saw it happen, and he wrote. And, oh, fuck. Uh, he, got some, he was one of the first ones to get a story out. And it was just like on his feelings of yeah. what happened, trying to understand it. And I read it. It's very moving. Um, I've also got a, like, fucking... 
80-page dissertation that he did about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's sitting in my uh, email that I need to read. I he said if you want to read it, you know, if you're a if it's something like if you're an idiot and you want to read this textbook I wrote on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, email me. Oh my god! And so I did, and he was like, I'm surprised anybody has emailed me for this piece of shit. Congratulations. When you're done reading it in a year, um, email me back and let me know what, what you think. <laughs> and so it's been about a year. So I need to read it. Holy shit. Yeah. He said that it'll take you a while to read it. But anyhow, uh, so Joe Bob had Monster Vision on TNT from 86, or from 96 to 2000. And kind of the way he came up with the Joe Bob thing is he was a uh, journalist, like I said. He also was a comedian. So he was kind of doing character work, you know. And he wanted to be able to, like, rate the high points, but also kind of rate the other things that made him obscure or cult classic type movies. Yeah. He wasn't doing the big blockbuster movies. He was rating B-movies and independent movies and things like that. So he would start spicing up his reviews in character. So it would be, he would be like this Texan cowboy that was obsessed with the drive-thru and he liked kind of the B-movies. And so he would go ahead and throw in little stories, you know, parodies of society, uh, tales about, you know, like he, he would, he'll talk about his, his ex-wife or whatever. Uh, he'll talk about... He still talks about his ex-wife. Yeah, he, his many ex-wives yeah. or whatever. Uh, he'll talk about, like, how he got in trouble with cops. Just bullshitting to make a story. And then at the end, he'll like, hey, I got to run off. I'm going to see such and such at the... The drive-in. Well, that'll be the movie he does next week. Yep. And that was just his his writing. Well, that kind of came up to making a character, and so he started doing this character on not only the the articles but on stage. So he'd do like these one-man shows where he would go do, you know, how Redneck Saved Hollywood. Where he'd just go talk in character yeah. and go on these long fucking rants about shit that didn't make any sense or didn't fit in with anything. He'll just go off in left field. I think that's why we like him. Oh, yeah. Because he'll just go off in left field about whatever. Um, that led to him getting a show. Or like now, like with, with Darcy, she'll start talking about something and then he'll just get off track. Oh, yeah. Well, she she gets me off track uh-huh. a lot. Uh, I like I like Darcy, his, his current male girl. I'm in love with her. Ah, oh, Darcy, Darcy, Dar- Darcy's awesome. Um, she loves her fans too because she'll like respond to everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's responded to, like if you get her on Twitter or whatever, uh, she'll respond to you or she'll interact with you or whatever. Uh, it's really cool. Um, and, and talking to her in person, I talked to her about the Greasy Strangler for quite some time when we met her. And oh yeah, and uh, she hadn't seen it yet, right? Neither one of them had ever heard of it. So if that ever shows up. Uh, on one of his shows, I told him about it yeah. first because they had never heard about it and Darcy took notes. That's right, she did. Yeah, she took her little notebook out and took notes. 
I tried to give her my phone number too, and she wouldn't take it. But I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got questions about that movie? Just call me. I've seen it a lot. I can hook you up. Like, like more than normal. He's seen it. Oh, I've I've probably pushed it over four hundred times. Jesus at Christ! This point. Um, that, well, it's that's my that's my yardstick. If like if I meet someone new, yeah, it could be a friend, but usually it's a female. If I meet. Uh, you know, a new lady, and we go to my house to watch movies. I'll ask them if they want to see this movie. It's really weird. It's one of my favorite movies. I've seen it over 400, you know, 400 times, and they're like, really? It must be a great movie if you see it that way. But no, I've seen it that many times because it's not a if great If you movie. haven't seen The Greasy Strangler, I suggest you watch it. Don't watch it with your kids. No, because there'll be questions that you don't have answers for. Or your mom. Make, make you know what? Tell your mom to watch it by herself. Yeah. Because that's what I did. Yeah, that's what, yeah, and, and she... Got pissed at us. Yeah, because she's like, what's it about? I was like, it's about disco. Disco. <laughs> it's the history of disco. And she was into it. Um, but. That's, <laughs> she was that's, so mad. <laughs> that's like my yardstick. The Greasy Strangler's my yardstick. And it's a first date movie for me a lot of times. Yeah. Um, if they could watch The Greasy Strangler and laugh appropriately, they could put up with all of my bullshit. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of my bullshit is Greasy Strangler. So they could put I up with I think one. you're a bullshit artist. I think you're a bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. You're a bullshit artist. You're a bullshit artist. You're a horseshit artist. You're a cow shit artist. Bullshit, horse shit, cow shit, lion shit, tire shit, <laughs> walrus shit, <laughs> penguin shit, king penguin shit. I think I did that right. You, what? I don't know. Bullshit. 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 I just want to know if I was doing it right. Well, that's Janet. <laughs> Am I doing it right, Janet? I don't know if I'm doing it right. Okay, so anyways, Joe Bob. Okay, we'll, go, we'll go on all fucking day about the Greasy Strangler. Um, so in... in uh, they, they signed him for a contract, and he got uh, Monster Vision. And that was on the movie channel. That was on, yeah, the movie channel, and uh, they, they bounced him around a little bit because he was on the movie channel, but then it changed his format, so... Whatever Turner owned. Yeah, in 86, they put him on TNT. And then they changed their format there, and they just kept changing his show. Um, he would, initially, he showed a lot like what Up All Night did. He would show horror movies, sci-fi movies, grindhouse action movies, those old kung fu movies, yep. sometimes a comedy, uh, you know, things like that. And he got in, I mean, he showed some pretty major fucking movies back in the day. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of them that were like, big. I think he showed Gremlins. Oh, nice. Um, you know, he showed a lot of big, big films for the day. But they eventually, he was another one that he would get canceled and then he'd pop back up. He'd get canceled, pop back up somewhere. But for years, Monster Vision was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, I mean, and it still is. Well, yeah. Well, now. They the uh, Shutter picked him up. Yeah, and this is this is the sole reason that I subscribe to Shutter for Monster Vision is for uh, the for last Joe driver. Bob, yeah. yeah, Joe Bob, uh, and the, then all his little specials he's got. He he does a season. Well, they'll do like eight weeks. They do eight weeks of double features. Yep. So you get sixteen movies out of him every year on the season, and they re- they release them week. Uh, you know they they do them live, so it's not like here they all are binge them. Yeah. When you're in season, you get a new episode every week, which is an event at, at Casa del Mikey. I go get 
bunch of he's shit. Do, he's doing a good one right now, too. I, can't, I was going to turn it on the other day. Uh, he just did the Halloween hoedown. Yep. I watched one of them last night. Neither one of the movies really have anything to do with Halloween. Uh, he, he did Angel. And that's okay. the one I watched. That is a 15-year-old honor student by day, a oh, yeah. prostitute by yeah. night. I was, kinda, I was like, it's weird. It's fucking weird. They don't show anything horrible, but it's just the idea that it's a 15-year-old prostitute. Yeah. But then she ends up going up against a prostitute killer and oh. fighting him off. I mean, that's that's the story that she's fighting because he's killing all of her street family. Yeah. So she goes after him. Um, so she's like a vigilante, 15-year-old honor student by day, prostitute by night. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It is. I mean, I, I looked at it, I was like, this is straight out of the it's, 80s. It's got Rory Calhoun in it. Okay. <clears throat> and he plays this fucking, like, out-of-work Western actor. Yeah. And he looks like Sam Elliott. Oh, fuck. He's got this big Sam Elliott mustache, but it's Rory Calhoun. Dude, I watched uh, yesterday before I left, or before I went to the party... I watched a movie called Jericho. Hmm. It's an, I thought it was an old western. Oh, really? But it was a, it was a western. It came out like in 2000. Had a couple of people in it that were in... Uh, um, fuck is that? Tombstone. Oh, yeah. Had a couple of those guys in it. And then like the guy who played Jericho. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He's not really anybody, but he he's done some voiceover actor shit. and It wasn't bad. Huh? Cool. Yeah. Huh? I mean, that's that's my excitement for yesterday. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah. I thought I was watching like I thought, I thought it was gonna be like the Notebook or some shit. Oh shit! Because I wasn't really paying attention. I'm like, fuck is this stupid shit? If you're a bird, I'm a bird. I was like, oh fuck, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> so, I still enjoy watching Joe Bob, but it's different than it was back in the day. You know. Um, he, I mean, he also has acted. He's he's done quite a bit of acting. He was, some of his stuff gets deleted. Like, he was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Oh, was he? But his scene got deleted. Oh. He plays a, a film critic that's walking out of a theater, bitching about something, and Leatherface comes up and kills him. I've seen the scene. Um, he, I mean, but he's been in a ton of shit. Yeah, because that wouldn't, that whole scene right there wouldn't have anything to do with the entire movie. It did, though. Did it? Yeah, it did. Uh, he was in Hogzilla. Of course. And Hogzilla, was, it was released this year, but it was filmed years ago. And they just never, they ran out of money and they couldn't put it together. So Darcy the Mail Girl helped get it put together and gave it its premiere as a surprise to Joe Bob on his own show. No shit. He didn't know that it was going to be Hogzilla. And it's fucking hilarious. If you get the chance... Go watch the Hogzilla episode. Okay. Because he didn't know what they were going to play, and everybody on the the crew was in on it. Yeah. And what Joe Bob does on his show, he'll start it out, he'll introduce the, the movie, go on some fucking rant about society or about the government yeah. or about kids fucking with their cell phones or just something that's complete. He'll go off the rails bring it back around, tie it back to the movie, and say, okay, here's what you get. And this is what makes his show kind of unique. He'll say, we get 28 bare breasts. So he, he says, oh, yeah, how yeah. many boobs you get to see in the movie? And he, um, makes, he makes an entire like, he makes a, a list. Yeah, yeah, there's a graph that pops up. <clears throat> so he'll say, like, how many boobs you get to see? 
Uh, you get like two dismemberments. Yeah, how many kills? A decapitation. Uh, so many kills, and then he'll like highlight the notable kills, you know, um, and notable things like if you know they get their balls stuck in a fucking hole in the door, he'll say something about that. That happens quite a um, lot. It does. Or you know he'll he'll just he'll have a list of things to watch out for in the or movie. The drain. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, especially when you get older. Um, and then he'll like say unique weapons that they use. He'll give little tidbits and quotes about the stars, and then he'll say, you know, check it out, watch a movie. Then he'll pop back in partway through the movie, and he'll say, now that scene you just saw there, this is how they did it. He'll give you some behind the scenes. Oh, shit. Or he'll bring in a guest that talks about the movie. Or they'll talk about, okay, so, so far in the movie we've seen this, this, and this. Now, the reason they did that is because, you know, so-and-so was sick that day, and so they had to put somebody, film them just from behind, the double, you know, he'll, he'll yeah. have little stories like that. And then they'll riff on other shit. He might go off on another diatribe about something. Uh, and then back to the movie. He does, he, he like gets off track like we do. He really does. Well, on the Hogzilla one, since he didn't know what, he just threw his notes away. Because he was prepared for a different movie. Yeah. And so he just threw his notes away. And they're all pumped about Hogzilla. And there's one, he does, he's the star of Hogzilla. So there's one scene where they, they cut it and they went back to him and he's just staring into the camera and he grabs his beer and just starts chugging beer <laughs> for like two minutes. He just chugs his beer and grabs another one and chugs it and then they go back to the movie. <laughs> he had no comment on whatever it was. It's so fucking funny. That's one of the funniest episodes I've ever seen. Oh, because he was just unprepared. He was unprepared and he, he might pop in and say, oh yeah, I remember this or that about... But whatever he did in that one scene... He's just staring into the camera and he's slamming beer. And he's like, put it back on. I'm not going to talk about it. And he just kept slamming beer. But, oh, yeah. shit. He, uh, you know, he's done a lot of shit. He's, I'm going to have to watch that today. He's had a couple of different male girls, which, uh, in my opinion, Darcy is the absolute best. She's such a sweetheart. And she knows her horror. Yeah. That's what's cool. But, uh, you know, they're... He's always had somebody with him. He continues to write, and he continues to do things, both under his real name and under Joe Bob. So if you ever see anything, he was, I mean, he was a staple in Fangoria Magazine forever. Uh, he, he's written for all the big newspapers and shit like that. The guy's awesome. Yeah, he's, I mean, and he's a man, man of many talents. He is, and very knowledgeable, and very... He, re, he does his research. Yeah. And that's... I, it, it's what I like about shows that try to give you information. That Unlike you this research. one, we don't do our research. We, yeah, we don't do what we say. Do or don't do what we do. Do what we say. Do your research. Good quality shows. Yeah, good do quali their research. quality shows. Not shows like this where we just talk directly out of our fucking asses about most of this stuff. But <laughs> do you have a mint? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to thumb? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'd like to ask you a few questions. <laughs> so, I guess that kind of leads us to... Do you have anything to say about the two that we already talked about? Because this one's going to... No, no. Put a, a, a wonderful cherry on top of our little conversation here. Um, a, a wonderful, pale, often red-headed cherry. But before we introduce this person... Yes. We need to play this song. Okay. What song do I play? 
Mistress of the Dark. Okay. Is or, that Ghoul Ghoul Town. Okay. That's a good song. that so we can only be talking about one person who's that elvira the mistress of the dark cassandra peterson um now cassandra peterson she just like did she just turn 70 she did yeah born in, in uh september 17th 1951 uh she has been elvira as long as i can remember i remember they tried to bring in a new elvira they did they did a contest uh Darcy, male girl Darcy yeah. was one, was one of the contestants. 
Kat Von D. I think she was one of the finalists. She was one of the finalists. Kat Von D tried out for yeah. it. Um, there was just a lot of... Uh, there was a lot of people that tried, and they, they went with the, the reality show of we're searching for the next Elvira. And then Cassandra's like, maybe I just shouldn't retire. Yeah. <laughs> because... There was nobody else that could do it. No, there's nobody that could do it. So... They, uh, the way she kind of got started, I mean, she was, uh, she, she's from Manhattan, Kansas. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, she's born in Manhattan, Kansas. When she was a toddler, she was scalded by boiling water. And that required skin grafts to 35% of her body. Holy shit. And so she had to spend three months in the hospital healing. And while she was, you know, in the hospital and whatnot, and as a child, she... She was more fascinated by like the the horror toys than she was like Barbies and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. So, I uh, you know she was always kind of into the, the the horror scene, and she says that the uh, House on Haunted Hill is the first horror film she ever watched while she was in elementary school. Oh no kidding! Yeah. So then she uh, grew up throughout her teens. She was a uh, she was go go dancer in Colorado. She was a, a says she was a drag queen, but I'm sure that they call them drag kings now when they dress up like men. Yeah. Uh, but she was at a she worked at a gay bar in Colorado Springs as a go go dancer, and then she worked near a uh, military base as in a regular you know in a go go bar yeah. dancing for for soldiers and, and servicemen. But the lucky bastards. You know shit. She did a spread in uh, a Playboy years ago. Oh, like, I remember in the yeah. 70s, yeah, when she was young. Um, she drew inspiration from Anne Margaret in the film Viva Las Vegas. Okay. And so she wanted to go see a live show from Be- in, in Vegas. So she was 17 years old. She got there. She saw the, uh, the show, and the production staff noticed her and was like, we want you to work for us. So her parents, at 17 years old, signed, let her sign a contract to be a go-go dancer in Vegas. Holy shit. So she was a showgirl in Vegas. Uh, she met Elvis and went on a date with him. She did, went on a date with Elvis Presley. Nice. Yeah. Elvis and Elvira. That, mean, that would have been something. Yeah. Um, she was in uh, Diamonds Are Forever. They had a James Bond movie. Yep. Uh, back in 71. And in 74, she plays a topless dancer in the movie Working Girls. I'm writing that down. She does not remember, but she posed for the cover of Tom Waits' album, Small Chains. She doesn't remember doing it. Oh, wow. But she did it. Obviously, there's photographs. Yeah. Um, She was the lead singer of an Italian rock band. Oh, in the 70s, she moved to Italy. Uh, she sang for I Latins 80 and The Snails. And then she uh, was in a few movies over there. She came back, did a little tour of uh, nightclubs and discos around the country with a musical comedy act. She was in The Groundlings. Remember The Groundlings? All those fucking uh, famous people came from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she was in that. Uh, I can't remember who she was in there with. Uh, I... Somebody famous. The Groundlings. Yes, I don't remember who the fuck she is. I remember she was in there with somebody. I don't. 
Phil fucking Hartman or something. I, I don't remember who the fuck it was. Bill Murray. I don't know. I don't think either one of those people were in the Gremlins. I think Phil Hartman was. He might have been. She was, was in one, there with somebody. That was one from Canada, wasn't it? No. No, that was the one from Chicago. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Chicago one. That was Bill Murray. Second City. Second City, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember. She was in there with somebody famous, I'm sure. Um, yeah, there's that crack research team. Yes, sir. But she was a finalist to be a Ginger on Gilligan's Island in the movie, but... The movie never she, Yeah, yeah, she, you know, it fell apart. So then she got offered a local whorehos position, and she was on the radio in L.A., but in 81, they, they offered her this uh, whorehos position. So she developed the character of Elvira, and they became Elvira's movie macabre. Now, do you ever remember watching Elvira back in the day? Yeah, vaguely. It was... Because it was on... I don't remember if it was on cable. No, it was on regular TV. But it was on late. It was on super was on late. Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, I can remember, you know, watching it and trying to watch it. And, my, and I'd stay up late and watch it with my grandpa and stuff. I can remember some of the, you know, the movies. And they, and they were low budget. Yeah. Again. But she did the more adult humor... A lot of innuendos. Oh, yeah, a lot of them. Very flirty, very digbat, kind of ditzy character. Uh, and it worked for her. She was very reminiscent of, like, Lily Munster and uh, Morticia Adams in appearance. And Vampira, like we mentioned earlier. Yep. Um, but, and it says here, yeah, they, they did try to sue her for ripping off Vampira. But she said, uh, black dress, black hair, that's it. Vampira was more like Morticia Adams, and uh, Elvira was her own thing. Yep, that's true. <clears throat> she was the mistress of the dark. She was kind of a valley girl, uh, had a very sarcastic comedy style. Yeah. Uh, like I said, very flirty. Um, constantly uh, low-cut dress, cleavage out. Um, yes, the cleavage yes. is always out. yes. Now, she broke bars. She bent bars with the cleavage and broke chains. Did she? Yes. Well, in the movies, yes. She had she had a couple of movies. Uh, it was kind of an obscure underground figure at first, and then all of a sudden it just boom, it blew up, and she's everywhere. Oh, everywhere. I mean, especially in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite pinball machines is the Elvira Mon- machine. yeah, Monster Mash pinball machine. Um, and they had that in a little bar in, in my hometown. Those things are expensive shit. They are. I, I'll probably get one eventually. But um, she sold beer. She Coors, she was the Coors Light. Uh, oh, that's right. Coors Light or Miller Light or maybe both at one point. Yeah. Um, she sold beer. She's, I mean, she was on, she was, she was a, a spokesperson for everything. Mm-hmm. They, you know, that was Halloween season. Uh, and she could do whatever she wanted. She only worked 30 days out of the year. Well, I mean, she would she yeah, would show. Yeah, she <laughs> Halloween off. She had two uh, movies. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark and Elvira's Haunted Hills. Uh, both of them very cheesy movies, oh, but yeah. fucking fun to watch. And... Well, she, she's always trying to get laid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's constantly uh, talking about blowjobs and getting laid. And this, yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Uh... And in the movies, they did a little more risque yeah. humor. 
Um, but she pops up from time to time. I mean, she'll do a, a special on TV or on, like, Shudder did something yep. on her recently. She has a series of DVDs out where she hosts a couple movies. Um, and then recently, she just came out. Yeah, she just put a book out and revealed that she has been in a relationship with a woman for years. Yeah. Something that uh, has been suspected. Um, she still does the horror cons. She still... And she loves it. Oh, she she absolutely loves her fans. And I think with that, with that uh, uh, book coming out, I think you're going to see more of her. Because it just came out recently, yeah. like within the last month or so. But... Yeah, uh, if you guys don't know already, we filmed this in my living room. We record. We don't film shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, we record. Somebody's filming something. I'm sure. We're, we're not filming. We're recording. And so you may get some background noises. <laughs> so, you know, Elvira, she, her, she's still probably one of the most. Lucrative brands in horror. I oh, think. for the last forty years. Yeah, I mean everything. You get on like her website. Even she's she put out new products every month. Like mm-hmm. I get I get an email every month telling me what what's new over there. Oh no shit! New T-shirts, a, a new purse, a new book, a a fucking uh, thing to put your cigarettes in. Uh, you know, it's just you know, Zippo lighters. And Is that one of them purses that old ladies used to use their cigarettes? Yeah, the little yes. Yeah, yeah. She makes those like little change coin purses. Oh no shit! Cigarettes. My grandma used to have one of those. Uh, yeah, the not little, an Elvira one, but yeah, it had the, yeah, it had the little the like clasp. button clasp thing at the top. Yeah, my my aunt Nomi had one, and uh, she had she would carry like fucking ten pounds of change in the in the yep. pocket, and then her cigarettes in the back. There was her bingo money. Yep. And they used to go sit and play bingo, and she would smoke like a chimney. She also brought me these fucking cookies. I've never been able to find them. You know the windmill cookies? Yeah. She'd always bring windmill cookies, which I can find those with the almonds in them. Yeah. But it was the same kind of cookie, but it was a little bit bigger, and they were monsters. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was It was about, you know, probably about, what was that, about three inches? Yeah. About a three-inch cookie? Yeah, that's that's eight inches right there. That's right? Not, that's not, and I'm holding my fingers up for you sick fuckers that are, I'm not... Yeah, I got my fingers. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's eight inches totally. Yeah, that's what it's like. It's, it, when you're when you're measuring your fingers, it's not. When you're measuring with something else, it's yeah, that's eight inches. That's right. But that's about that's about three inches. It would be like a three inch tall cookie, and it would be like a Frankenstein monster or a Dracula. I think there was a pirate. Some somebody had somebody local had to have made. Them. No, they came in a package. Oh no! Shit. But they weren't sold around here. She wasn't from around here. Oh fuck! She would only come into town every once in a while, and so. I, I, and they would they would be holding a little sign, and the sign would say something different on each one. It was a cookie, and I remember those. I used to love those fucking things, but uh, that has nothing to do with Elvira. We got some honey money there talking about we cookies. We did, but yeah, Elvira. She's she's on every. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that like they have like weed grinders and fucking. Earbuds that have Elvira. They, every anything you can think of, they put Elvira on. She was, dude. She was also on Pee Wee's Big Adventure. We she, and we talked about that. On we TV. did. Yes, she was. She, she was. She, a, was a, she was a biker gang leader. As Cassandra Peterson. Yeah, it wasn't Elvira. So Cassandra Peterson has her own acting career, and Elvira is her most popular character Why of like four years. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, th- that's who was in the Groundlings was Paul Rubens. Yeah, they were right. in the groundlings yeah. together. Um, 
Dude, she was an Alan Quarterman in Lost City of Gold. That's a good movie. The, Have you ever seen it? Yes. It's a good, it's a cheesy movie. It's like a chip, it's like, it's not a, really a ripoff of Indiana Jones because Alan Quarterman was around before Indiana Jones. Yeah. But the way they did the movie, it was kind of, they were trying to go for that Spielberg style. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, more like a higher budget Yeah. B movie, yeah. basically. Yeah. But so you know, Elvira probably the most the most uh, successful and prolific um, horror host of our Ute. Ute. Um, and we're all gonna have our favorites. I mean, you know, you're all you're always gonna love your local your local favorite. Um, and I I just think that it's a niche market. Uh, they're not being produced as much as they used to. Uh-uh. Uh And I know like like the local ones there there really aren't any. We're here in Omaha, we have one of the only ones around, and it's just because it's not that easy to do. No, I mean, you know we. It we, takes a lot. Of, I mean, I didn't know what it took until like you know figured out once I started hanging out with you guys. Yeah, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. It really does. It, it and and on a shoestring budget. Yeah, you have to do it cheap because it, it, it's money out of your pocket. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not as easy as a lot of people think. You don't just get on and, and talk about a movie. You have to, there has to be something more there, yeah. Um, little, you know, whether it's it's talent or passion or what, there's just more there. So it's like kind of like what we're doing. We're not getting paid for this. Yeah, we it's do it because it's fun. We, we do it because we enjoy it. Well, we we do it because there was a pandemic going on and we were losing our fucking minds. Yeah, that's so true. we this we we're doing this for mental health, which I. I'll tell you about it off the air. I, I, I hit up a couple of places for sponsorship that have to do with mental health and, and oh, nice. help people. So we can we can do something positive to give back, you know. And hopefully get paid a little bit of money to talk about it. I We're gonna talk about it until until we get paid though. That's right. So but yeah, I found a little service that they sponsor podcasts and oh, sweet. they have to do with mental health. Because um, 'cause we're both fucked up. Yeah, we could both probably use this this uh, service. But so, yeah, uh, instead we watch horror movies and we watch horror hosts that we love and we, we watch Elvira. Yes, we, we do. Um, and, I'll, I will, and I've always loved Elvira. And oh, I yeah. I always love Elvira. Yeah, Elvira is, is very timeless. She and She's 70 years old. She does not look like she's ever aged. No. Um, and... I can uh, say, probably clearly say she was one of my first crushes on TV. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, Elvira again. I bet she taught a lot of young men a lot about themselves. Yes. Um, which, if you know, if it's got to be, that not a bad. No, not a bad start. Not a bad start. So, anything else you want to say about you know the, the 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 movies or the horror hosts or any of that the hosted shows that we we grew up with? No, I think we, I think we got a good run on this one. We got yeah we, we stayed got, on track for the most part. We really did. I, I think you know we stayed on track and and kind of kept focused. We. We only had the the one break uh, for Gene Simmons and a couple songs and yeah. a couple Honey Bunnies and we, yeah we were uh, we were right there. Yeah, we did good. We did damn good today. We should we should pat ourselves we should, we should pat ourselves on the back. We 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 deserve we deserve those treats. I can't reach my back. Uh, here I'll get you. Thank you. There, give me. There we go. All right. So for the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour, I am Mikey. I'm Corey. And we thank you for joining us on this. Uh, Halloween weekend. Have a good Halloween. Yeah. Be safe. Get lots of candy. Check your candy before you eat it. Uh, don't blow out your pumpkin before midnight. Always wear a costume. Always wear a costume, yes. So this is, this is trick or treat Trick or treat, or treat stuff. The trick or treat rules for Sam. Hold on a second. I got this real quick before we go. Oh. Always hand out candy to trick or treaters. Always wear a costume. Never blow out your jack-o'-lantern before midnight. 
Always respect the dead. Always check your candy. Never take down your decorations before November 1st. Never hurt the innocent. So those are the rules from Sam, the spirit of Halloween, for Trick or Treat. That's Trick or Treat movie. It came out like in the 90s. Like, 90, yeah. like 96 or 98 or something like that. And they're supposed to be working on a sequel. But yes. Uh, great. It's one of my favorite Halloween yeah, themed movies. it's a great movies. one. And my daughter loves Sam. She yeah. just thinks awesome. Sam's adorable. Sam is adorable. I'm going to get Sam tattooed on me someday. But... Uh, yeah, we, we just want to thank you for, for indulging us for this uh, this month. Yes. Uh, of, of, of things that we enjoyed. And, uh, you know, you never know when we're going to do something special for, you know, a holiday or something like that. So hopefully we can do this again sometime for another. Maybe before Halloween. Well, I, it, Halloween's in a day, dude. Oh, it's two days. Today's well, Friday. Yeah, two days. I, maybe. We'll see. We'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll maybe. See. We'll see. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a busy time of year. It's, yeah, for us. For us, it's very busy. Yeah. And we do the shit like. Daily, like everyday life. Yeah. But in October, all of a sudden, it's like everybody's doing it, so you're doing it like we're, we're ten times as much. Yeah. So, but we yeah. become relevant. We, have, <laughs> we 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 aren't the weird kid in the corner, fucking playing with fucking fake blood and dead shit today. Yeah, today. But anyways, so enjoy your Halloween. Uh, thanks for sticking with us for this uh, horrific month. Horrific. That's a good. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Yeah, I thought about that all night. That's a good one. Yeah, I just can't. Say, say, uh, uh, be safe out there, boys and ghouls. Be safe out there, boys and ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting silly. All right, let's get the hell out of here. All right, see ya. Thank you. See ya. Well, say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs>